A couple of months ago, I was flipping through my copy of Cosmo. Yes, a witch can be into pop culture things, don't judge. And I saw an article on feminine submission and how embracing such a concept can be a form of empowerment. No, we're not talking about bedroom submission. We're talking about seeing personal power as an illusion and giving up control to a divine entity's plan type of submission. Like me, you're probably thinking about this statement and going, wait, what? As I continue to read, I recognized a few elements of the concept that resonated with me as someone who practices spirituality and is constantly looking for ways to better her practice. There was a lot to unpack in that article regarding the concept of personal power. As I read it, I started questioning our culture's understanding of power and submission and how these concepts might play in one's spiritual practice. So for this podcast episode, let's dive in and explore the concepts of empowerment and submission in the spiritual realm. I'll share a bit more on the article that I mentioned and take it further by talking about conscious submission versus tuning out. We'll also discuss true power what it looks like, and how we can use it to better our outlook on life and our spiritual practice. Finally, I'll leave you with some tips on recognizing that if the power balance is off in your spiritual practice. Get your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair, and get ready for this episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, Spirituality, Submission, and Power. Oh my. You're listening to Spiritual AF Sundays, created and hosted by The Mystic Geek. If you're looking to explore intriguing questions about the meaning of life and our place in the universe, then you're in the right spot. We dive into topics often discussed as sound bites on social media and take a deeper look, whether it's woo topics like astrology and mysticism, or seemingly mundane matters like technology and politics, we cover it all. We explore our own thoughts and beliefs, talk to experts, and uncover hidden meanings. These fascinating areas of exploration can help us question ourselves and better understand our world. Ready to grow and explore in your spiritual journey? We're glad you can join us. It's time to start your week off by being spiritual AF. And welcome back. This is Jessica, also known as the Mystic Geek. And today we're discussing submission and power within spirituality. We're going to start by unpacking the article that I mentioned before the intro. The article highlighted a few key points that I believe are very relevant when discussing spirituality and power, especially in today's world. In November, Cosmopolitan published the article, Sadie Robertson Huff Preaches Submissive Womanhood. Her message is uncomfortably compelling. The author, Allison Teresa, studied the Duck Dynasty star Sadie Robertson Huff and her Christian lifestyle community, Live Original. If you're curious as to why this group's name is the way it is, their belief system states that women were made to be compliant, relinquishing control and influence and becoming vessels of, for the divine actively here on earth. Submission, they claim, is a woman's original nature. This begs the question, how does this movement define submission? First, they view submission as accepting the hardships in life that you can't change. 
The example the article gives pulled from one of Huff's videos is this. When the doctor's diagnosis is not what you thought, or your job is eliminated, or a natural disaster strikes, or how about a global pandemic? How do we react to that? When faced with these obstacles, many of us would find a way to keep fighting, but that's not the case for this group. For them, submission is about letting go of trying to control the uncontrollable and turning it over to a higher power. In their belief system, submitting to these hardships allows you to be part of something bigger. Relinquishing control can be empowering because it means trusting whatever comes next in life is meant to be. The Cosmo article includes a photo of Huff praying over a young woman in a wheelchair. I was able to find the video on YouTube. The woman in blue, Michaela Noble, was an avid cheerleader who, in a freak accident, broke her neck and lost her ability to walk. In the video, Michaela shared how her faith helped her through her experience. Where some may have lamented their experience, she believed that what happened to her happened for a reason, albeit one that she did not fully know or understand, and that she needed to have faith that there was a purpose behind what happened to her. Second, they see submission as letting others, particularly men, lead. As explained by one of the people that Alice and Teresa interviewed, named Tara Culbrath, the argument is that women base their beliefs on their emotions while, in her words, men are just like straight up. This submission is more controversial as it goes against society's changing views on gender roles and power dynamics. I tried looking through Sadie Robertson Huff's videos for anything that explicitly called this out. What I found was a video that brought up how, in the grand scheme of things, our individual truths don't have as much power as the truth, which in the context of her talk means God's truth. Huff expounds upon this further, noting that pursuing one's own empowerment does little to fix the world's problems, such as stopping wars or healing the sick, and thus if we don't have that much power, neither does our personal truths. If we frame submission as making peace with the situation instead of actively resisting problems we can't escape, I think there's value in surrendering. In his book, The Little Work, Magic to Transform Your Everyday Life, Regatas Alondurial brought up how stressing over a situation, especially one we cannot change, can worsen matters. Through his first-hand battle with chronic pain, he discovered that it became much more manageable to come to terms with the issue. There's wisdom in this approach. However, what happens when you tune out unconsciously rather than consciously accept your circumstances or a situation in general? In the Cosmo article I referenced earlier, Teresa shared that she simultaneously wanted to be skeptical of Live Original's philosophy yet realized her hypocrisy in desiring to critique it. She admitted that she had not always used her voice in the face of inequality, despite being passionate about social justice issues at one point. She confessed that eventually it all became too much, and she found herself numbing out instead. I think the Cosmo article paints a complex picture of submission. It's not simply about being complacent and obedient or about giving up on your beliefs. Rather, it can be an act of intentional surrender in the face of embracing something bigger. 
let's think about this. What does it mean to be aware and accepting of the current state versus seeing a problem and avoiding taking action? Is there a noticeable difference between tuning out and consciously submitting? I believe so. Tuning out is an act of avoidance, a refusal to face reality at hand. It may appear to be a form of submission, but it's an act of disengagement, blocking out the truth to avoid responsibility or confrontation. When we tune out, we distance ourselves from the problem and stay passive. One example of tuning out in the face of inequality is when an individual avoids addressing structural racism. Rather than getting involved in protests, petitions, or other forms of activism to dismantle oppressive systems and policies, they may remain silent or ignore the evidence of injustice. Or they may take action when it's fashionable to do so, but ignore the issue when it's no longer trending. We tell ourselves that we want to change the world and make a difference, but we feel overwhelmed by the scope of the issues around us. It's easier to do nothing than to try and do something. Conscious submission, however, is about being present and accepting the world as it is without necessarily agreeing with it or approving of the injustice. Does that mean that submission equals complacency? No. Conscious submission is about understanding our limitations when changing the status quo. It's about recognizing the importance of humility. Most importantly, it's realizing that trying to act individually is more about feeding the ego than creating lasting change. We aren't cosplaying a Final Fantasy game where we're a part of a band of heroes against the corrupt empire. That, my friends, is saviorism, and it's best to be avoided. Does this mean that submission equals not acting out against injustice? Not necessarily. Conscious submission is about understanding the power dynamic in play and recognizing our limitations when changing the status quo. It's acknowledging that we can't do everything, but we can still take action where possible. While we may have an end goal in mind, we must be open to other solutions that may appear along the way. We can use our voices in the most effective ways to create lasting change. For those with privilege, it means letting marginalized voices take the lead in their social justice movements and following their guidance on how best to help. Ultimately, conscious submission involves accepting reality without necessarily agreeing and taking action where possible. We can't begin striving for a better future without acknowledging the present, even if we dislike what's happening. By engaging in this type of mindful and intentional surrender, we can all use our unique strengths and abilities to make meaningful contributions towards equality and creating a better world for everyone. Now that we discuss submission, let's turn around and talk about power in spirituality. Power can be a touchy topic within spiritual circles. Many of us turn to witchcraft and other magical practice to find power and improve our circumstances, but we use language that externalizes this power. We might say, I'm calling on the energy of abundance, or I'm asking my spirit guides to help me. But when we look at power through the lens of spirituality, it's important to remember that true power comes from within. It's about recognizing our inner strengths and trusting the knowledge that we already have. Why do we shy away from our own power? 
It's partly because power can be a very scary thing. It can lead to abuse, manipulation, and control if misused. Some of us have experienced what it's like for someone else to exert their power over us, and we fear doing the same to others. We also tend to think of power as something we must take from another person when it's already nested within us. There's a difference between having power over someone and having power with that person. So what exactly does it mean to have or utilize one's power? In its simplest form, power means shaping reality according to our will. We desire and then we take action. This can be either direct action or influencing others, including the universe, to act on our behalf. We also have the power over ourselves, meaning we can examine and reframe our thoughts, thus altering our sense of reality. For you cult nerds wondering if I just paraphrased Aleister Crowley and Dion Fortune's definitions of magic, I did. Magic, whether internal or external focus, is a manifestation of power. Finally, true power comes from self-authority. It's about trusting your gut instincts and inner wisdom rather than relying on external sources. The power within oneself, our sovereignty, involves being fully present and in tune with the world. This means staying mindful of our intentions and our impact on the world. It's about understanding our place in the universe and recognizing that we are part of something larger than ourselves. When someone feels powerless, it can manifest in many different ways. Examples include feeling overwhelmed and exhausted, struggling to make decisions or set boundaries, and experiencing a lack of motivation or joy in life. Feelings of powerlessness can also show up through tuning out. These behaviors can signify that something needs to change. Perhaps the individual has ignored their power for too long or is not trusting in it. In such a case, it's essential to take a step back and reflect on where that power imbalance is coming from. Is it the result of an external force or internal doubts? What can be done to restore balance and reclaim our power? Now, on the other hand, when people become captivated by their own power and influence, they can develop an overinflated sense of self-confidence. This can lead them to take unnecessary risks or to focus too much on themselves instead of considering those around them. They may be highly opinionated and unwilling to concede or find common ground with others. People can become overly attached to a specific result, believing that their own option is the right one. This causes them to act out of domination and control as well as with an aggressive attitude. Naturally, this thought process isn't beneficial, nor is it sustainable in the long run. Thus, we must be aware of our actions and their effects on others. When someone is too focused on their power, a sign that they actually feel a lack of power, it is vital to take a step back and look at where the power imbalance is coming from. Think about if it has come from outside forces or your own doubts. To restore balance and reclaim your own power in this situation, try not to be so opinionated and try to be open to considering other people's ideas. Remember that you don't need to control everything. Try not to take unnecessary risks or act aggressively towards others. The key is to find balance between submission and power. 
To be empowered, we must learn to accept what is and be open to different perspectives. When our power is balanced, we can turn our dreams into reality, connect with others in meaningful ways, and live a life of true freedom and joy. Thank you for listening. I'm throwing this conversation back at you, my dear listeners. What do you think about power and submission in spirituality? Let us know by emailing me at jess at themysticgeek.com or leaving a voice message on speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Curious about what we're talking about next? Join us next week on January 29th. We are going to have our first Sabbath special where we discuss Imbolc and its counterpart on the Wheel of the Year, Lunasa. Two weeks from now, on February 5th, we're moving to another spicy topic, the Law of Attraction. I'm going to read through several books in Rhonda Burns' The Secret series so you don't have to. And I'm going to share my witchy occultist thoughts on the subject. Now, go out there and get spiritual AF. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us for Spiritual AF Sundays. This show is hosted by the Mystic Geek, that's me. Got comments or questions from today's episode? You can either email me at jess at themysticgeek.com or send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes. Help others start off their week with a spiritual AF Sunday by sharing this episode with them. Also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts help spiritual seekers find our show. So do the thing.